0: Hey again, Church. Well, as I've already said, I know this is not ideal or anyone's first preference to be back in this kind of setting and format on Sunday morning, to be worshiping together in a way, but to do so digitally, virtually, rather than in person uh, in our worship center. And even that Of course, is is still different from what uh, the normal has been, but um, it's still a step up from what we were doing for a couple months and what we are are doing now for a couple weeks. But that being said, I really hope that you can make the best of it. That's what I'm trying to do, and uh, I'm thrilled just to still be able to bring you uh, the message this week and next week that God has laid on my heart to share with you and to encourage you with and to challenge you with, and I hope all of that happens. As I said in my email that went out earlier, this is something that I feel God clearly led me to do. Even before the case of coronavirus in our assembly took place, uh, I had already felt led to pause uh, our current series and study, What's in a Name, as we've been going through all the amazing incredible names of God and seeing his character revealed in those names. I have loved bringing you that study each and every week. And I feel that it's very important. I feel like we're really learning and discovering a lot and growing because of that, you know, about God and who and what he is. It's just been great to remember or to discover maybe for the first time, um, certain attributes of his character as revealed in his names. And so I'm absolutely Looking forward to jumping back in that series and finishing that out, but I just couldn't get away from God uh, leading me in this direction for just a couple weeks uh, to focus on the continuing current events, specifically as it relates to the ongoing reality of coronavirus. And as that disease has continued, and not just continued, but as we have truly found ourselves all around the country even right here in our state and in our area uh, we have found ourselves in the middle of a very real surge in cases, surge in numbers and though thankfully praise God it hasn't been the case here in our state or certainly our area yet many states are experiencing once again um, record numbers of hospitalizations and and intensive care situations and so it's kind of plunged us all back into that very heavy reality that at least for a while, it seemed like maybe we were escaping. And I just actually saw today that West Virginia is now the number one state in rate of transmission and infection person to person. And uh, I'm certainly not a medical professional or scientist or analyst. And so uh, I can't in any way really speak to the specific detail of that data, uh, but I do know it's still here, it's still with us, it's still around us, and I have just been so burdened. Again, before our our recent development in our church just this week, before that, I have been so burdened uh, heavily by the. not just the rate of infection and, and rise in case numbers, but The rate of infection and rise in tension and division and hate-filled comments and hateful attitudes and spite and criticism and judgment um, and just overwhelming negativity. I mean, that that stuff and add on to that fear and paranoia and second-guessing everyone and everything, that is just far more significant and far more of a pandemic than the actual coronavirus to me and i i'm sure you feel the same and you've seen it um hopefully you've not been on the receiving end of any of that hatred or or hate-filled um speech and tone and Hopefully you've not been made to feel ostracized or overly criticized or judged. I certainly hope that's not the case um, for any of of our people, any of you in our church family. Um, We need to definitely be above that and beyond that, but you don't have to look very far uh, to see it. Just go on social media. And again, that's just about all that people are posting about. And you just have to tune into the news for a few minutes and, look up anything about COVID-19, and not only is the um, conversation polluted with all sorts of of hostility and harshness and criticism, and not only are we seeing just incredible division throughout our country and within our, our church, the church as a whole. Again, I certainly hope that that's not prevalent in our church, although I'm not naive or ignorant enough to, uh, know that it, there's not at least some of that, uh, even if it is on a, on a low scale within our own body. Um, it, it's just incredible to me and it's sad to me and it's concerning to me. And so what I've been challenged to do is to bring you a two part message titled zoom out, zoom out a different perspective on current events, zoom out a different perspective on current events. And that's a two part message. And the reason I've titled it that is because everyone, all of us are very much zoomed in right now. We're, we're zoomed in up close and personal with everything that's going on report after report of the rise of cases, the rise in infection, mask mandates, possible, uh, Penalties imposed if that's not followed school being pushed back. And that's still with a big question mark um, all sorts of, of anxiety and still so much unknown. And the reports we're getting automatically have a, a counter report or a, a counter opinion that's there. And there's a highly concentrated level of paranoia, Uh, prevalent on every post on social media and there's all kinds of blogs and podcasts and articles being written of views and counter views and just so much conflict and, and division and doubt and discouragement and attack and animosity in many cases on a very personal level and it's just too much to sift through you know it's it's overwhelming if we will let it be and and that's the key we have the ability to not let it be that way we have the uh, the power and the freedom to choose what we're going to do with what we're faced with and inundated with and what we hear and what we see and so I want to encourage all of us to zoom out a bit to zoom out from all the noise and all the chaos and all the unknown and and question and all the rhetoric that's out there that is, is so um, toxic in many cases and full of vitriol and, and um, just lacking compassion. And I, I want us to zoom out from all that for a bit and to see what could be, what I believe is a different perspective. God wants us to have and see and hold and share on these current events, you know, up close, right up against, uh, the canvas an artists painting, no matter how good they might be, they could be a master painter, a master artist. But if you go right up close to the canvas, especially while it's being worked on while it's being done and painted, um, it looks messy and unclear, right? Um, you have to take a step back, to see what's really happening. And as you do that, as you take a step back from that canvas, um, you'll start to see the big picture and what the artist is trying to accomplish, what he's trying to bring about and, and what he's doing starts to become clear at that point, as you move back away from the canvas itself. Right. And that's what I feel God would have us do. I feel like that's what God wants us to do, what we need to do. We need to take a step back and see the big picture view as much as we can. And as we do that, the more we do that, I really believe with the Holy Spirit's guidance, we'll start to see some things that God is doing and, and bringing about and ways in which he is at work and working in and through all the mess and all the craziness and all the chaos Um, that we continue to find ourselves in. And Isaiah 8.12 says this. I love this verse. It's perhaps never been more timely or more relevant for the situation that we find ourselves still in. It says this. Do not call everything a conspiracy that these people, that the world. Um, He was saying uh, God's people, listen, I don't want you to call everything a conspiracy that the people that you're around and living among, the world that you're in, don't call everything a conspiracy that they say is a conspiracy. It, the, the people in the context that Isaiah was writing were saying left and right, just everything all day long, everything you see, everything you hear, conspiracy, 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 there's something more at work here. Don't Don't take anything at face value. There's always going to be something below the surface. There's, there's currents at work in everything. Conspiracy, conspiracy. So he says, under the inspiration of the Holy Spirit and leading of him, do not call everything a conspiracy that these people say is a conspiracy. Don't see a conspiracy or an alternative deep agenda behind every bush. Do not fear what they fear. Do not be terrified. What a timely message for us, right? Because my goodness, conspiracies abound right now. Uh, I mean, everywhere you look, every time you tune into something, whether it's national news or an individual's podcast or article, blog post, you get onto social media. I mean, you, you have the the main line report, right? You have the, the, the main um, mainstream information being put out there. And then there's about a million different alternative theories about what that's really saying or what's behind that. And there's just conspiracy after conspiracy related to the coronavirus and where it came from and, and what was truly at its source and who's behind it and what the agenda is. And, and then anytime there's another, Um, Health guideline put out or or a a protocol or something that our leaders are saying we need to do we need to follow there's a conspiracy behind that there's a another deeper agenda darker agenda at work behind that and and then there's all these debatings back and forth you know and and there's camps formed and really what's happened now I mean I've just seen it over and over again Um, sometimes even up close and personal and, and firsthand, there's now almost a militant approach, a warfare type mindset, um, where these battle lines are being drawn. And so, you know, and, and extreme. So if you are following guideline A, then it must mean you are part of platform A. And if you are following, um, the opinion uh, over here opinion B then that means you're automatically part of of platform B and so it's it's A and B only and and there's no middle ground and it's this person against this person and this movement and work against that movement and work and i mean it's just this militant warlike mindset and and attitude and and these these camps that are being formed and sides that are on opposite ends and it's just it's just all this extreme type thinking and so um i i'm very weary by that and i'm very burdened by it i'm very concerned by it and i'm sure most of you are as well and so i think that's a timely message for all of us and what i i take from that what i feel god saying to me as i read that um Isaiah 8:12, what I just want to share with you and encourage you with as well, is that we need to not be tossed around by the constant waves of conspiracy and paranoia. My brothers and sisters don't be tossed around by the constant waves. The bombarding waves, just one after another, of conspiracy and paranoia. I'm not here to debate the possible truth to some of these uh, theories that are being shared and promoted. I'm not here to um, talk about who's right and who's wrong. That's not my point. I'm not going to get into that. Uh, I really believe we're never going to, to fully know um how far things go and who's right and who's wrong and and if there is uh, an an alternative agenda to things and behind things, and so many people have already made up their mind that absolutely there is some some people say no there's no way there there could be there's no truth whatsoever to that um history shows us that likely both are right in certain aspects that there's some grain of truth to both that that maybe there is. You know some some uh, deeper working and and uh, people trying to capitalize on the coronavirus. I mean, of course, that wouldn't be that surprising, right? I mean, it's it's happened all through history, and we certainly know that there's there's always going to be people at work uh, in the world in which we live and to try to further their goals. I mean, scripture shows that that kind of thing's going to have to happen. So yeah, there's probably some truth to that, but I don't think it's to the extreme and level that so many people are suggesting and and again, in in such a militant way, um, promoting and saying that if you follow any guideline at all, if you wear a mask at all, then you're just, you're part of, of the man, you're part of them, you know, you're part of that deep state agenda and you're, you're a sheep just being um, blindly led along, which is ridiculous. And so, both sides are at each other and both sides are just tossing back and forth, volleying back and forth. And there's wave after wave of, of conspiracy and paranoia and then wave after wave of refuting that. And it's just a mess. So don't allow yourself to be tossed around by those constant waves and bombardments. Uh, Instead, instead be anchored to the un changing and always relevant word of God. Don't be tossed around by all those different waves. Instead, be anchored to the always relevant, constant, unchanging word of God. That's what is before you and me today. That's what um, we need to resolve to do. And As we're doing that, we need to honor and submit to it, to that always relevant, unchanging Word of God. Uh, We need to honor it. We need to uphold it. We need to line ourselves up with it. And as we do that, we need to also honor and submit to the God who speaks through it. Because just as His Word is always relevant, unchanging— um, so he is, you know, he, he, and his word go hand in hand. That's really the, the two hooks of the anchor that we're supposed to be anchored to his word and him, the God of the word. Uh, you can't separate the two. And so as we honor and submit to God's word, we're going to be honoring and submitting to God himself, the God who speaks through his word, who is revealed through his word. And we need to keep that his word as the final authority on all matters Especially the coronavirus and the pandemic and, and all the stuff that's going back and forth with that. We need to let His word be what guides us and directs us and helps us navigate through these uncharted and, and really treacherous waters uh, that we find ourselves in. Romans 12:10 says this: "Love one another with brotherly affection. Outdo one another in showing honor. Don't you just love how that's worded? Outdo one another, not in proving yourself right and others wrong. That's not what we outdo one another. And we don't outdo one another in winning an argument. We don't outdo one another in knowledge and in wisdom and showing that we are the smarter and and uh, wiser person that has a better handle on the the information and situations than other people do. That's not how we outdo one another. No, we outdo one another in showing honor. So I'm showing honor to you and then, and you raise the bar level and you're, you're showing honor to me. And then I come back and raise the bar even higher and raise the standard higher of how I'm showing you honor. And so, so it's like this, this healthy competition, you know, in, in showing honor and love and deference to one another. That's what we're called to do. That's what we're instructed to do. And Jesus himself said by this, everyone will know that you are my disciples. If you love one another by this, everyone will know you are my disciples. If you love one another, not by proving why you're right and everyone else is wrong, not by how much time you spend researching and backing up your personal perspective on the current events, whatever side you land on or have been pursuing. It's not going to be by how clever your comments are and how smart you sound on social media. It's none of those things that will show or prove that we're truly following christ as his disciples no it's by our love that's how the world which is tossed around by all these different waves of conspiracy and paranoia and and perspective and alternate thought and alternate reality that's how the world will know we are genuine followers of christ if we have or show demonstrate love for one another that's what's going to stand out above all the noise and the chaos. That's how to break through the current status quo, which is absolutely suffocating. Showing love, having love for one another as Christ has love for us. We demonstrate that. We show that. Um, also in God's word, Romans 12, 16 through 18, we're told this. Live in harmony with one another. That's something that's absolutely missing from our current uh, events, our current situation, the world in which we're living. I mean, to a a large degree, it always has been. But now, just more than ever, this is true. A lack of harmony. And again, unfortunately, as I've said, even within the body, within the body as a whole and, and to some degree, even within our own assembly, our own local body, there's just... A growing alarming lack of harmony, lack of unity, being replaced by division and and hostility and, and you know those camps that are separate from each other and, and ever separating from one another. But we're told in God's word to live in harmony, to pursue harmony, pursue unity with one another. Do not be proud, it says. You know, don't don't plant your flag and and Act arrogantly, saying that if you subscribe to um, the reports you're hearing, or if you follow the mandates or guidelines that are being put out there, then you're just you're just allowing yourself to be a victim. and 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 We're against one another now. Uh, I'm right. You're wrong. There's no in between. No. Do not be proud. Instead, it says, associate with the humble. Be humble yourself and associate with those who are humble. Do not be wise in your, in your own estimation. Don't think you have it all figured out. Don't think you have all the answers be willing and eager even to say, you know what, no, I I don't have all the answers. I don't have all this figured out, figured out. I'm kind of navigating this as I go, just like everyone else is. I don't claim to have it all figured out. Do not be wise in your own estimation verse 17 says, do not repay anyone evil for evil. Unfortunately, chances are you already have been the the victim of attack or judgment or harsh criticism. If not, great, but stick around because you probably will. Just the reality in which we find ourselves. So if that happens, or as that happens, do not repay anyone evil for evil. Don't let your rebuttal Uh, Maybe don't even have a rebuttal, okay? Just ignore it and move on. Um, But certainly, if you do say something, if you do respond, don't respond on that person's level. Don't respond, you know, anger for anger, Um, hatred or harshness with with hate-filled comments or or harshness as well. Uh, don't repay anyone evil for evil. Give careful thought, Paul says, to do what is honorable in everyone's eyes. Raise the bar, raise the standard, be the, the bar that's raised, be the higher standard, uh, and think about it. Actually give careful thought, be intentional about what you say and how you say it. To do what is honorable in everyone's eyes. Verse 18, if possible as far as it depends on you, so we each have a personal responsibility here, we each have a personal choice, if possible, as far as it depends on you, live at peace. What a contrast to what we're seeing all around us, right? Live at peace with everyone, not just people who think like you do, not just with people who talk and act like you do, not just people who are are on your side, don't have sides. Really, is what that's saying. Um, Live at peace with everyone. That means people who don't share your opinion. That means people who look at, at the situations that we're finding ourselves in differently than you do. Be determined to still live at peace with them. Pursue peace, give peace, be a person of peace, and live at peace as much as possible, as far as it depends on you, with everyone people that you're naturally prone to be at peace with and people that is just about impossible to be at peace with the command for us is to live at peace with them as much as possible, as far as it depends on you to do. And that's hard, very hard, but very necessary commanded in God's word. And just picture picture in your mind and, and think about it and, and just imagine how much different and better the environment of our world would be, especially right now, if we as God's people pursued that consistently, if we all just made that our priority, how much different things would be outside of the church and within the church. That's what we're called to. Philippians two four says this, let each of you look not only to his own interests there's nothing inherently wrong with looking out for your own interest the key though is to look not only to your own interest don't be self occupied self consumed let each of you look not only to his own interests but also to the interests of others don't just be self aware be aware of others as well. And um, in fact, we're, we're called to esteem one another higher than ourselves, um, to put other people in front of, of ourselves. And again, um, that's very hard, very difficult, very challenging, very counterintuitive to who and how we are as human beings, right? But it's what we're commanded to do. It's what we're commanded to pursue and to demonstrate Uh, consistently, day in, day out, in every aspect of our lives. And again, I I cannot think of a more timely area of life in which to do this, in which to have this uh, mark the lives of Christians, than the area of the continuing coronavirus crisis and all that goes along with that, all that comes under that, Um, it's, it's still there and growing and just so very toxic and volatile right now. And so let's be the people who respond differently than everybody else is responding. Faith Baptist, let's be that people. Uh, Let's not be the church that is arrogant, you know, that, um, holds out our our Christian liberties and freedoms to the point of arrogance. Let's not be the people that um, shirk common sense and responsibility. Let's not be the people who um, re- rebel and, and uh, balk at guidance and uh, mandates from the government that God has placed over us for such a time as this. More on that next week. That's uh, that's where we're going to be heading next week in part two of this message. Zoom out a different perspective on current events. I just want to challenge you and encourage you determine to be people of peace that as much as possible as it depends on you to live at peace with everyone. Not just the people that it's easy for you and natural to do that with, but those that is that are hard uh, to do that with and unnatural. Um, be those people. Let's be people that actually, um, live in harmony with one another and and that are not proud and arrogant and, and, um, just determined that we are right and how we're looking at it is the only way to look at it. And everybody else that looks at it in a different way or holds to a different perspective is wrong. And, and, uh, it, you know, not as, uh, concerned about, um, the spiritual aspect of things and, and not, uh, truly awake there the the hashtag stay woke is everywhere um well staying woke doesn't just mean you subscribe to a certain agenda that that everything is you know uh, this this deeper conspiracy staying woke church and being a woke church is is doing what we just read it's it's following the always relevant timeless commands And principles and standards found in God's word. It's it's abiding by um, what he has clearly laid out and has called us to live out and walk out. Uh, That's staying woke, uh, as God would define being awake. And so I just really, really want to encourage you in that way. The world will know we are followers of Christ, authentic disciples of him, that we are experiencing and living out an authentic Christianity by our love and it starts with love for one another within the body and then we together take that outside of the body and love the world with that love so love each other well love christ who loved you and gave himself for you and give yourself up for one another in response to that and by so doing you're you're loving him well and giving yourself to him praying for you hang in there